Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you work on a team. Everything is awesome. everyone welcome back to another episode of apologetically me i'm maggie i'm wanda and we're here with an episode to talk to you about what's trending today in september on 2021 before we get started wanda tell the people what you got going on so i have nothing really going on this week but the day this podcast comes out which is thursday september 30th it is also the day of jordan's birthday so happy birthday jordan Congratulations on 26 years of living and 26, at least 26 more. Yeah. We made you a heart the first time that was much better, but you know, like Maggie wasn't recording. (laughs) Happy birthday, Jordan. Um, That was our present to you. That's all you get. Wanda's wishing you infinite life. Not 26 more years. Yeah, I said at least. Yeah, at least 26 more years. Um, I guess we'll be seeing you again soon for your birthday. Which will be on Saturday, even though Maggie denies having ever said that. So I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, but Nick and Jordan, Nick is Maggie's boyfriend, have decided to joint celebrate their birthday because Nick's birthday is on October 9th. And we had decided that we would celebrate on the Saturday of the first week of October. And for some reason, Maggie is now claiming that she does not remember this and seems like this could be an issue because she does work on Saturdays and (laughs) we have nothing yet planned. They kind of sprung it on us. That was really random that we have to plan their birthday. Yeah, but it was like they sprung it on us three weeks ago. So we, we have had time to consider and think about and plan something but we have left it to the last minute yeah to be fair i guess he nick was asking me like hey just wondering do you have anything planned for our birthdays yet and i said what how dare you what do you mean (laughs) and then yeah we never got to it yeah um jordan told me but he told me a little bit differently he was like hey, you, we have decided that we're going to do a joint birthday and you and Maggie are going to plan it. So I immediately messaged Maggie being like, hey, did you hear about this? Like, what do you want to do? And she's like, wait, what? I just know that they wanted a joint birthday. I didn't know that they had to, that we had to plan it as well. And then Maggie said this to Nick and Nick was like, oh, I just didn't want to tell you or say it out loud. I'm glad Jordan said it. Yeah, that's funny because I was literally like sitting right next to Nick at the time and I was like, what the heck? What is this? What am I? What are we doing? What am I planning your thing? So October 2nd it is. This is now in my schedule. So I've been scheduling stuff in like Nick's calendar or else like you won't remember stuff. I mean, I do the same too. I schedule stuff in my calendar, but when I do it for his, I keep it vague on purpose. Um, Maybe I shouldn't do that though, because now I'm kind of worried that he's going to be like, wait, what is this? On my birthday, I put who this. So I hope he remembers that that's my birthday. And if he doesn't, you'll be like, why don't you remember my birthday? And then he'll be like, well, you put who this on that day. (laughs) How am I supposed to know that's your birthday? And you're like, you should have remembered my birthday. Yeah, so really there's no pleasing me. I want to be so funny, but then my feelings get hurt in the end. Yes. Okay, so what do you have going on this week? Um, I don't really have a lot going on. Um, we went out for Sally's birthday. Happy belated to Sally. She turned 25. We got so many Libras in our life. Um, yeah, we went to Korean barbecue. Not much. I, I realized when we were like all sitting stuff, I was like, wow, I miss going out so much. We used to go out all the time. And now we go out like, we go out so rarely, but like, I still see you guys like quite often, but I'm like, wow, this is so nice. Yeah, we've been going out a lot. Like, you, we've been going out actually so much that you instituted a rule of not eating out anymore. Yeah, that was so nice. <laughs> I'm, like, a little over... I, like, I think I went, like, exactly, like, two weeks, maybe a little under two weeks, where I, like, did not go out to eat. But then, like, I finally was out to eat, and I'm like, wow, this is so nice. Um, yeah, Nick's birthday is also coming up on the 9th. Everyone's birthday is, like, so clumped together. I really don't love that. 
But also, I know you talked about it before. You were like, I don't, my thing is I don't want to date someone who has like a birthday similar to mine or like really close to mine. And we all called you a narcissist because in a nutshell, isn't it kind of a narcissist thing? Like, ugh, we need to have separate birthdays so that I get my day, you get your day. And we don't have to like stress out about stuff, which I get. I respect that. But is it a deal breaker? I think it's a deal breaker, but it is something that's like, oh, I wish our birthdays were farther apart. And the thing is, it's like you said basically what I said at like a later date. You're like, oh, God, I wish everyone's birthday wasn't so clumped together. But I, that's literally what I said. But it just now you're saying it and you're like, no, but like my way of saying it is like better. And it's like nicer. Had, and like my way was nicer. I thought it would be nice that when we all get together, it doesn't have to be like we don't have to clump people together. We can get people together at different times of the year. Like, we don't have anything going on in, like, May or April. Wouldn't that be so nice if we had someone's birthday there Then we all got together? Hey, but listen. So, it's the same thing with, like, your significant other, right? Okay, so the way that I actually pitched this was actually very nice. And what it is, is I want my birthday to be far apart or at least far enough apart from my significant other so that we can both enjoy our days separately so there's no feel of like immediate like reciprocity like oh they did this for my birthday so now i have to do something bigger or better for their birthday because Aren't it's you? so immediate you know you want time to kind of like reflect and like you just want to you just want to have time apart from birthdays it's really about that you can celebrate each person like well like you have time to celebrate each person oh okay that's pretty nice i take it back yeah i think because you like spun it around i think when you first i did not it, i think no when you, I, was this on the podcast can we like put a tape in of no. you like saying that damn it no this yeah. was on uh the first time we were celebrating my birthday i was like i would like it if my significant other's birthday was a little bit farther than mine, but I, I might have said it a little differently this time. But the meaning behind it was the same. It was like uh -huh. I want to celebrate them for them, and I want to be celebrated for me for me. Sweaty, I guess. <laughs> you just, you just, uh, what is that? What is that thing where it's just like you make everything I say seem bad? <laughs> Are you my mom? <laughs> <laughs> my mom's the exact same thing she's like why did you put words in my mouth like that why do you make it seem like i had more toxic like meaning behind it that's funny there's a there's a word for this it's like you're it's like it's kind of like that like you're twisting my words around but it's like there's a word for this and i can't remember what it is if you remember let us know in the comments so that my mom and wanda can use this against me no therapies for me. Um, who's your beef or crush of the week? I guess I, I can spin this update into a beef. Let's I'll I'll do that. So Jordan has been having some issues with his eyesight, like at a distance and driving at night, like the glare of um LED lights in cars seem to really bother him. And I think it's partly because he drives like a lower car, like lower to the ground car. So the way that the like an SUV who drives by, like the lights shine directly into his face. My solution for this was to just buy another car, a newer car, an SUV. This problem does not happen as much. Um, but road signs have been kind of blurry to him. Um, we went to Eastside Mario's and great bread, by the way. Um, but he couldn't read something on the TV that he knew that he could read in the past. So finally, he decided with some probing on my end to book an eye exam. And I thought it was going to be some, you know, super climactic, like, oh, no, like, you're going to need glasses to drive. You're basically legally blind, that kind of stuff. But it was not. <laughs> the optometrist basically said, you don't really have to wear glasses if you don't want to. He's probably in the t st top 10% of eyesight in the world still. And yet the the difference, that slight difference, he was like, yeah, when they put on, like, corrective lenses or like when they put on i don't know the age like the world seemed a little bit brighter so it was a little bit better but like i'm my beef is i thought it was going to be like super bad like his vision's going to like was deteriorating or something like that like it he made it sound like so serious he was like i don't want to go to the i don't want to get an eye exam because 
I like I'm afraid of what they're gonna tell me. And then he's like, What if I have a brain tumor? What if I have like an eye disease or something? Oh my like, god. I feel like my vision deteriorated so quickly. But none of that. None of that happened. He was basically fine. He doesn't even need it at all, really. The optometrist was like, You can get it if you want to get it. Jordan, you drama queen. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh my god. When you put it that way, it's like, oh, poor sweetie. But then he's like, oh, I think I'm going to get a brain tumor or something bad's going to happen. Jordan, you drama queen. Happy birthday, but oh my god. <laughs> Do you not have enough drama in your life, Jordan? It's so funny because it's like when I like get hurt, like if I hit my toe or stub my toe, I'm like, ow. And then I'm like on the floor. But I'm like, I, I uh, sulk in pain quietly. If Jordan gets hurt, he is constantly talking about how he is in pain. Sorry, Jordan. Sorry. Didn't oh. mean to make fun of you on your birthday podcast. <laughs> this is a, <laughs> this is a honey roast. Yeah. This is all in jest. Yeah, exactly. What is your beef or crush of the week? Um, I finally started watching that show you recommended, New Working Mom. Um, for those who don't know, it's a Canadian show. It's by Catherine Reitman and her husband. Um, it's pretty funny. It's just based on, like, you know, moms going back to work. They're all in a mommy group. They they have, like, main characters. They kind of focus through people. The one I hate the most is Jenny. Man, fucking Jenny. Why they have to make the Asians so, like, ditzy and horrible? Like, first I was, like, kind of on her side about the whole like, identity crisis thing, and then, like, she wants to stay at home, she doesn't want to work anymore, she wants to spend time with her baby, but, like, damn, like, she should not be a mother. She just, she got a lot to figure out. She shouldn't have been married in the first place. She sucks. She does, and I feel like that was such a trope back in the day. Uh, we had a friend in high school who kind of often talked about it, and after she mentioned it, it really opened my eyes, I guess. Like, whenever they cat, like, back in the, like, mid-2010s, early 2010s, whenever they casted, like, an Asian character, it was always, like, the weird Asian character. Like, think about um, Pitch Perfect, where the Asian character was, like, super, like, creepy and always, like, talked in a super low voice. Actually, that's a good point of, like... I think, like, the only exception was, like, Lucy Liu, but, like, she's the exception, not the rule. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, when you think of, like, what's that movie? Uh, Sixteen Candles, I want to say? Like, that long, long yeah. John something? Yeah, that one was particularly bad. I watched that, like, a few years ago, and I was like, oh, this is really racist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone always has, like... Actually, even when you think about it, you know that show Victorious? Yeah. Uh, Victoria, Tori, and whatever, they get, like, sponsorship from this Chinese restaurant. The lady who, also, I've seen her in Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. She never had an Asian accent before. They made her have one. They made her, like, super weird, very aggressive. Um, yeah, just, like, straight-up weirdo and, like, things she would do and say. Like, very Tiger Mom-esque. And then she comes back and she's still known as, like, the weirdo. So, yeah, you're right. Even in, like, modern-day stuff. Asians yeah. are still the weird ones. We're getting better, I think. <laughs> like, we do have things like Crazy Rich Asians. But at the same time, I think it's been... Um, it's less of a butt of the joke and more of there for comedic relief now. So there's always that quirky Asian friend that you will see in, like, predominantly Asian movies. Yeah. So it's still kind of there if you look for it. I know, like, people are kind of hating on Aquafina for being, like, the token Asian one, for being, like, the funny best friend kind of thing, and her black scent, too, but, like, I don't know how to feel about that. Like, are we gonna be mad at her for being a token person? Like, we we should be happy. I mean, we shouldn't be happy, but, like, this is kind of good progress. Like, it sucks that she keeps getting hired and other people aren't getting the opportunity, but, like, I mean, it's so good. It's so good to see representation out there. I still like Aquafina. The whole black scent thing, I know she was t- she was asked about this in an interview. And do you see her comment? I did not know. Her comment, just like, oh, so the interviewer was like, um, have you seen what's being said online about your black scent? Like, how would you like to address this? And she said, oh, I think it's multifaceted. I think there's a lot of factors to take into play. Um, I'm definitely open to that discussion. 
That's all she so, said. So, like, a non-answer. Yeah, non-answer, basically. I mean, okay, wait. I'm pretty sure she grew up in a place that... She grew up in Queens. Did she? I'm pretty sure. She grew up in... She Yeah, she grew up in on Long Island. So, I mean... And then like, grew up it, in Queens. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That's the thing, though. So, it's like, is it really a black accent or is it just Her. a queen's accent like a rhode island yeah long island queen's kind of accent that like a lot of people are from that area who may or may not be black and because like those two have just been like so closely associated that it looks like or feels like she's doing like a black accent yeah i mean i don't know about forest hill but i just know in general like queens does have like is known to have, like, kind of an accent. New Yorkers in general kind of have an accent. And she does kind yeah. of have, like, you know, like a street or, like, a New York accent. I don't know. I I don't know enough about the issue. I feel like I don't see anything wrong with it. No, maybe maybe that's close-minded of me to say that. I still like Aquafina. I think it's good representation. She's doing what she can for the Asian Americans out there. Great. Yeah. I wouldn't... I don't know. Like, unless it was, like active like she let's say she grew up in like california or something and she sounded like she was like she sounds like how she sounds now then i'd be like hmm, it feels like a little bit forced a little bit fake but then it's hard to like it's like criticizing us for having like canadian accents right yeah. like we grew up here it's it's always like kind of the marginalized groups who are criticized the most in hollywood yeah like, even like simu lu uh, i think like some old tweets came out or something they were like years years ago like he said some kind of like bad things um and i'm not dismissing it but it's like people change you know like you're you're not stuck in your ways like it was years ago and people are still like i refuse to watch shang chi now like people are so horrible like simu lu is so fake i'm not going to support this anymore and it's like what well, this, all this stuff is like from years ago yeah i think he changed i think people have potential to change yeah, I think that's the, it's one of those things that people just don't seem to realize and accept. And I think it's hard because I was one of those people, like, that people can change from yeah. who they were in the past. And, like, if you listen to, like, the last few episodes where we've kind of talked about our lives, like, we have also changed since high school and elementary school and everything. So it's, yeah. like, it's hard to hold someone to something, they what they said, like, five years ago, unless it, they still believe in that. Yeah. Even, like, Scarlett Johansson, too. I mean, are we really going to hate on her for for accepting cash? Like, for, for taking on the lead person in an Asian role? Are we really going to hate on her for that? Like, like a, think about, like, how many men have done that over the years. Like, we're, we're really going to hate on the, the woman? Like, good on her for being, like, as successful as she is. We're going to hate on her for, for getting that getting that money? Yeah. You should hate on the director and the casting director and all those yeah. people who said yes to this decision. There are so many movies where it's the man or the lead person is like, I don't know, he's playing like a transgender role. He's not transgender. He's playing, mm -hmm. he's doing blackface or something. Like those people aren't as scrutinized as like Scarlett Johansson, Aquafina, Simu Liu. Like it's always the marginalized groups. We're always so criticized. Oh, I never actually... I never thought about it like that. That's interesting. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but that's just what my two cents are right now. Yeah, good theory. Thanks. We're going to be canceled next week. Last episode. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Yeah. Trending topics. Let's go through it. The first one, the new Mario movie. <laughs> so, like, I brought this up as something I wanted to talk about, and Maggie's like, why and i'm like everyone's talking about it it's the thing that is like trending on youtube right now like all game like gamers i don't like game youtubers are all like shitting on this essentially because chris pratt if you haven't seen the announcement chris pratt is going to be mario and i find an issue with this mostly because voice actors train their whole lives to get parts like this and there are are much better voice actors and even actors out there who could voice Mario better than Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt doesn't have a voice that is distinct. Okay, so, wait, let me read out who's in this movie. Okay. Yeah. Chris Pratt is Mario. Okay. Charlie Day, if you don't know him from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, 
the small high pitched one. He's Luigi. Um, Anya Taylor Joy, um, the girl in Queen's Gambit, is Princess Peach. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. Keegan Michael Key is Toad. Toad's voice is like, Wahoo! That's that's Keegan Michael Key. They hired like Legit actors for this, not even voice act. Oh, Jack Black is Bowser. That's the only one that I'm really excited about. That's the one that ha- seems to have gotten away scot-free. Everyone's like, you know what? Jack Black can do anything. Yeah, Jack Black is beautiful. He's precious. To my point, Chris Pratt, Mario, Chris Pratt does not have a distinct voice. There are actors out there who do have distinct voices and I think should be in voice acting just because like they have such a nice voice or they have such a distinct voice. Chris Pratt is not one of them. He was... He did do like inside outward, outward whatever that movie with Tom Holland. Oh it was like a... yeah, but the whole time I was like, "This is Chris Pratt. This is so Chris Pratt." Exactly. That's yeah. the thing with Chris Pratt and like a lot of other actors and actresses. All you get is Chris or is that person. So all you get in this case is Chris. You Pratt. You know, it was and... also I don't know if you've seen the Lion King movie, like the new one directed by John Favreau. Like they put Beyonce as Nala the whole time. Beyonce yeah. was talking or Nala was talking. I was like, "It's Beyonce." The same thing with, like, Simba. That was Childish Gambino. The whole time I was like, I know exactly who these actors are. And, like, I feel like that takes you out of the moment. It does, yeah. It kind of ruins it. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing with it. It's like, but again, I was talking about this with Jordan, and he's like, well, you're not really their target audience. Their target audience is children, so they can sell more games. Like, the studio that they're making this with, it's like, imagine illumination illumination fill okay yeah so it's illumination uh entertainment that's the studio i'm just gonna so they did despicable me the minion movie all right like with pets all right we know they're sellouts if they did despicable yeah. me <laughs> honestly despicable me one slapped everything else can rot in hell but i do not disrespect steve carell for getting that bank get it queen like i'm thinking of the despicable me which i did watch i know it wasn't the first one was pretty good first one slaps right everything else yeah. horrible yeah but the first one really good Steve Carell <laughs> is also like that venn diagram of voice actor and acting yeah he, like was an amazing group because he didn't yeah. use his real voice i mean you could tell like his voice would seep through sometimes but like it's funny it's okay um there's like uh instagram story i think where chris pratt is basically announcing the news that he is going to be mario and he kind of does like a mario-ish voice and then he's like oh don't worry it's i it's not this voice that i'm going to be doing for like the movie or something it's even better and you're just gonna have to wait and find out and i'm like (laughs) oh no (laughs) oh no as it is right now it's a me a mario that's not the voice you'll have to wait to hear the voice but we've been working hard at it and yeah so far not great i don't know why they have seth rogan as donkey kong seth rogan is objectively not a good voice actor i hope donkey kong's like really into pot (laughs) i i don't think they can do that because this is a children's movie i want donkey kong as like a pothead i think that would be the only explanation that i will accept of why seth rogan is voicing donkey kong that would be pretty funny i'm not gonna lie um, yeah. yeah, I remember he did voice acting for... Oh, yeah, he was in The Lion King, too. He was a good Puma, actually. Party. Oh, I did not watch Sauce's Party because it... I don't think I was a target demographic. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, like, going back to that, yeah, so we're not the target demographic for this Mario movie. They're not making this for, like, nostalgic reasons. They're making this to kids to sell more games, to sell more toys, like, figurines and everything like that. Like, yeah. Nintendo... The bigger, I think, issue is, like, Nintendo, for some reason, has an amazing rep in the gaming world. Like, everyone seems to think of Nintendo as, like, this shy, like, great, like, super about their... Yeah, there's, like, a halo effect around Mm -hmm. them. Even though, like, a lot of companies, for example, Blizzard, uh, are not seen as great. And, like, it doesn't really make sense to me. Like, I don't understand why people think that because they're equally as greedy as every other company and they're equally as likely to sell out yeah they're huge sellouts do you remember the mario movie like live action like back in 1997 
I didn't watch it, but I have now heard about it. I have not watched it. I have seen memes of it. It's terrifying. Don't look it up. It's going to haunt you. It's meant for children. I don't know how. I was kind of hoping this one was going to be a live action movie because I think seeing Chris Pratt and Charlie Day like dresses like Mario and Luigi is absolutely hilarious. I feel, I feel like, like Charlie, Charlie Day would, would should have been Mario. Charlie, Charlie Day is like, like tiny. Luigi's supposed, supposed to be the tall one, and Mario's supposed, supposed to be like short and chubby. Voice doesn't carry, I guess. Too. <laughs> <laughs> voice doesn't discrimin- discriminate against. Well, heights. like, how is how, how is their voice, voice really? Isn't, isn't it just like high pitched, like Mario? I guess like Luigi. He has, like, a, would a, I be a better Mario? I think so. I think they should have gotten like a female to play Mario because it their voices are very high. Nice. Very nice. Mario. <laughs> this is like slight Borat. And <laughs> As I have repeatedly said, I cannot do accents or impressions. They all sound the same. They also sound like me. If uh, we get enough support for Maggie as Mario, I will create a change.org uh, petition for Maggie to be cast as Mario. Thank so. you. Um, we, we will also start a Kickstarter for us to get some funding in because I don't know how to animate a movie. Um, it'll just be me making drawings of a flipbook and then doing voiceover for it. Yeah, if you if we ever get a Patreon and you're a premium subscriber, we'll send you a copy of Maggie's flipbook. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Watch out for my next cameo. It's going to be me in a Mario voice. <laughs> But it's like really bad. <laughs> Whatever you guys want. Phone sex not off the table, my Mario voice. <laughs> JK. JK. Great business opportunity here. <laughs> okay. The next one is uh I don't know how to say her last name properly, but Gabby Pateo? Petito? Petito. And you probably know more about this than I do. Uh, but essentially, this girl was missing. She was on this van trip, van life trip with her fiance, at which point her fiance drove the van back without her, her van back without her. And the parents were like, hey, where's our daughter? Where did she go? And the boyfriend's like not answering any questions, being very cryptic, basically hiding out. And it seems pretty obvious that... It's the boyfriend slash fiance slash I forget what he is to her. And they've fiance. recently found the body. True crime podcasts are going nuts over it. Recent development is Dog the Bounty Hunter is on the case. Doug, oh, yeah. Dog? Uh, yeah, Dog the Bounty Hunter. I saw that on Reddit. Firstly, why? I Like, this isn't, this isn't a bounty thing. No, it's just like so high profile. He's like, I bet I can get it. No worries. So him and his wife just like went out and find him, and they I think they they, they recently reported something to the authorities because they found they found like a campground thing of where they think Brian and his parents were camping. So they have reason to suspect that the parents were linked to it too. So they think it's like a major development in the case. He's reported to the authorities. He's just waiting on it. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I read on but, Reddit like just an hour ago. Why would? the parents report her missing and blame the boyfriend if no not her parents his parents sorry oh yeah so i think when he came back he went straight to his parents and then some neighbors reported seeing brian and his parents go camping like right afterwards so they're like oh my god did they try to do something with the body or like hide the evidence or something I mean, bad. like, are they good parents or bad parents? Like, I mean, shout out to them for, like, being staying by their son's side. But also, like, you like, your parents. Like, how would you feel if someone did that to you? I don't know that we ended up including this in that episode. But I think we asked your mom whether or not she would stay or, like, support you and your siblings if, oh, if they murdered something someone. bad. Yeah. She said she would try to do as much as she could to support us. Even if she knew we were guilty. She said she would get us, like, legal funds and and whatever. She's like, I'm the mother. I'm your mother. I need to to support you in what I can. So is this kind of the same thing where it's like... But, like, they're going out of their way to hide evidence. Do you think I should call my mom and ask her right now? 
what she would do. Yeah. Like, I killed someone. I need you to help me hide the evidence. Okay. Let's see if she picks up. Hello? Hey. Hello. What? Um, are you busy? What? Are you busy? No, I'm on the way back to the store to get food. Okay, I have a hypothetical question for you. If I killed someone and I needed you to help me hide the evidence and the body, would you help me? <laughs> Is that a yes or a no? needed to help me then you would do it yes does that make you a psycho you know you would go to jail if you're caught right uh, of course so you know this and you're saying yes okay uh, the thing is i am your mom i'm gonna do whatever it takes to get you to a better place so yes to a better place would be jail, Mom. We would both be in jail. Yeah. So you would help me hide the body. Would you help me escape, like, leave the country? Yes. Oh, my God, Mom. Now I can't kill anyone because now they'll know it's going to be traced back to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Do you think all parents think like this? Um, most parents would do whatever it takes to... That's crazy. That's some blind loyalty, mom, and this is why you will go to jail. But you also love her and thank her for it. Your mom is blindly loyal to you, and you like, know, maybe that's how his parents feel too. Blindly loyal to a fault because people are shaming his parents because they're like, oh my god, like your parents too, how would you feel if someone did this to your son? Like, you have a loyalty as a parent to protect other people's children too. Yeah, like, this but is then, your like your potential daughter-in-law. But then think about it like this: your mom basically did the exact same thing his parents would do. So like, I wonder if in that situation, once they become parents or if they are parents, if they would actually still feel the same way. At the press, if my boyfriend Nick were to go missing and was killed, most likely my mom would have helped me. I'm so sorry, Nick. Not even. There's no other explanation in this case. There's no other way that Nick would die other than the fact that you and your mom killed him. Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? If there's no. any... <laughs> no, wait, no, I take it back. <laughs> like, that's very incriminating. No, I mean, like, if, if this was, like, a Gabby Petito thing and it was reversed, actually, it would, the, it would never happen because I would never agree to go in a van with Nick. I'm so sorry. I would never do this. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Don't put yourself into those situations. You I'm not gonna asking for it. I'm not gonna <laughs> victim blame. I just personally get motion sickness, so after like three hours, I'd vomit city. Hot. That's Very a hot. new step in your relationship that you Very should hot. take together. <laughs> he will catch my vomit. Ooh. What was I about to say? Oh, okay. Um yeah, so Gabby Petito, I think the reason why like the world is so fascinated on this is because for one thing, she's a white girl. And also, she's, like, a major influencer, I think. Um, and I think, like, when she and her boyfriend were together, people were like, well, relationship goals. Like, they're so perfect together and everything. They're, like, the perfect couple. And I think it just goes to show, like, social media is, like, an illusion. Like, people are bad. And I think at one point when they were in their van life, they were pulled over um, by a police. And it turned out that Brian had, like, scratch marks on his face. Um, and it was, I guess, like, just them fighting or stuff and... It looks like she wanted to, like, get out of the car and he wasn't letting her and she scratched his face and, like, something happened. But I think, like, the officer who pulled them over, like, they recorded and everything and they were warning her, like, this is an abusive relationship or very toxic, like, you both need to get out of this, something like that. Um, and yeah, like, I wonder if, like, the cop is probably, like, haunted by it. Like, they, they try to warn them, but there's not much you can do at that point if they still want to stay together. And the point where it, like, escalated to this. I mean, we're not... We're not going to jump to conclusions. He probably did kill her. But, yeah. Abusive, toxic relationship. 
And also, one of Wanda's points, you should... Wait, no, I think this goes against Wanda's points, where it's like you need to travel or do a road trip with your partner to see if you're, like, compatible. Hey, if they kill you on this road trip, you probably shouldn't live with them. <laughs> so my compatibility well, test is still correct. Like, if, <laughs> if you die on this trip, you're probably not compatible. <laughs> if he kills me on this trip, then I'm dead. Well, we're not going to be living together. <laughs> exactly, not compatible. <laughs> I feel like there are other steps I could have taken. Um, at Nick, if we're doing a road trip, will you kill me? Honest answers only. I've asked, like, Jordan was, like, very into van life last year, like everyone else. And he was, like, looking at vans. He was like, oh, my God, we should totally do it. I, for one, will never do a van life trip because I have bathroom anxiety. And the you have to empty, like, a pee bucket and, like, a Ugh. bucket and into, like, public bathrooms and stuff. So I'm, that's just not for me. Even if I'm not the one touching it, being around it, knowing that this thing exists makes me uncomfortable. It's got a smell. Yeah. in your van apparently it's, apparently it's fine like apparently the smell is like not too noticeable also i didn't realize she has 1.2 million followers yeah wow um, i think that only it only grew after she died oh i think people were like maybe she'll post more when she's dead <laughs> maybe brian still logged into her instagram yeah i mean there was that you were telling me about that like all of her other posts had like super long like descriptions and captions and everything but the yeah. one like right like after she died or maybe bef right before she died was like um, super short yeah it was like the time she kind of went missing um while her parents were like we think something happened to her because the like she's been in constant contact with us and the last message she sent was no service in the yosemite and they were like, whoa, this like, she's gone so long without talking to us. Even that text didn't sound like her. Usually she would add something else to it. So something's wrong. And then they saw her Instagram post and they're like, that wasn't Gabby posting it. Someone else definitely posted that for her. Um, even saying that brings like chills to it. Um, yeah. Right? It's like, whoa, someone else did it. The call's coming from inside the house. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just like, I think happy Halloween or something. And it was like an August post. Um, and yeah, it's like, Brian, you're sloppy, man. I mean, maybe it was Gabby posting it. I don't know, but sloppy. Be less like, suspicious. <laughs> yeah, it was around the time her parents reported her missing, too. So, like, yeah, super, super sus. Yeah. I mean, even going on her Instagram page just now, it's like, it's kind of creepy. It's like, yeah. she, like, it's her life, but she's dead. And, it's like, oh. Yeah, I think it just, like, goes to show, I think two things, that influencers, like, their life isn't all that great. Like, what you're seeing online is, like, all fake. Like, her relationship with her fiancé or boyfriend, whatever, fake. Her travels, I'm probably, she's not, she's probably not showing up the worst shitty side of travel, like, peeing in a bucket and stuff. Um, and two, that people seem to, like, we had all these resources to find one girl. We didn't have all these resources to find all those missing people who are maybe, like, still missing. Like, they only kind of want to jump out these resources now. Kind of concerning. But I'm not going to minimize this issue. This is still a bad thing. It's just, why didn't we bring it out with all those other, like, missing children and stuff? Mm -hmm. Missing people of color. By yeah. BIPOC. Yeah. Well, on the topic of... BIOPOC, I guess... Uh, R. Kelly was charged federally for his crimes. Um, and I think he has still got to be charged in two more states. And he is probably going to spend the rest of his life in jail. And he deserves it. Because he is a terrible person. Wait, so I don't really know what happened. So why are they bringing him back out again? Like, into court? I thought his whole thing was he was um, cleared. So I think the u.s has like a weird like court system so like you can get charged in every state that you committed a crime in so like for example um what was his name like weinstein what was his first name harvey yeah so harvey weinstein was like charged in new york originally but he still like yet to stand like he was standing trial in california or because he committed crimes both in new york and california so this is kind of the same situation where I think he was probably charged in California, but now he might have, um, he also has like federal charges. 
um after that i think he still has like montana or something and like wisconsin i don't know there's two other places oh, two other God. states that they he's still awaiting trial for so these kind of like they all stack up on each other mm-hmm. where it's like you can get like 30 years in california 30 years federally 30 years in another state kind of thing so he's so, never getting out of prison so they like move you around state to state to serve your sentence I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know where they keep you. They might do that. Like, if you spend, like, if you spend the first three years in California and the next 30 in, like, a federal prison, I I don't know. That kind of, imagine, like, you're the last day. You're, like, Wisconsin, like, nice. We get 30 more years and he's already, like, 80 and, like, on the brink of death. And you're, like, nope, you gotta stay alive. Got 30 more years left, buddy. Good. He deserves it for everything he did. To all the young girls that he affected and traumatized yeah. and peed on and <sighs> I pee Aaliyah. yeah there was like something about like boondocks episode or something that i saw on reddit that was like everything that they predicted or everything they said about r kelly turned out to be true yeah. and this was like early 2000s i mean like i think a lot of people knew yeah, I, I remember, like, people would make jokes about it. Like, even when the whole Leah thing was going on, people, like, yeah, whatever. It's okay. Like, it didn't really, like, come out to light until, I guess, like, the Me Too movement, where people were like, wait a minute, no one's gonna, like, question this? This is, like, super fucked up. But I remember, like, growing up, people just, like, I'm like, yeah, this is normal, whatever. Celebrities just being celebrities. Even that Macklemore song, remember, um, Thrift Shop? He made a joke about R. Kelly peeing on someone. That sex tape where she was like underage. Rob Lowe did the same thing. I think it was the Rob Lowe thing that kind of got it out, but I kind of forget now. It's been going on for so long. Yeah. I mean, great that this got the publicity it needed. Yeah. But it also took a very long time. And like the same thing's happening with the whole Britney conservatory ship. Every single streaming service now is has like a documentary about Britney. Nice. I still need to watch the original. I think it's on HBO, actually, or Crave. I think it... I thought it was on Amazon Prime. I thought... Or... No. I thought that was the first one. Nope. I mean, I think there's one of them, but the one that everyone was talking about was the HBO one, I think. Oh. I have seen that, but I know Netflix is also making one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it... Where was this before? (laughs) It's... I mean, she was saying, she posted on her social media, she said, I haven't watched it. It makes me kind of sad to watch it. Um, And it kind of sucks that these people are, like, profiting off her. Like, all these documentaries are just capitalizing on her misery. Yeah. And she's, like, getting, like, a sliver of the profits. Like, did they get her permission to do this? Probably not. That's the other thing. It's, like, so much, like, people are now profiting off of, yeah, what you said, like, her misery and stuff, and they didn't do this before. Like, before, like, the first documentary, you could be like, oh, this was done out of awareness. Like, we want this to get out. We want to, the world to know what's happening to Britney. But then every subsequent, like, the Netflix, like, one, it's like, you're just kind of, like, riding the coattails of this, and yeah. you think this is something that's profitable. And, like, we might be wrong. It might just be, like, Britney has agreed to this, and, like, is supportive of this and is getting profits from this but like it if it's not then that's messed up justice for britney stop making documentaries about her we get it her life sucks yeah you don't have to pound us in the head with it and i'm sure she doesn't like it either where she constantly has to see stuff about like what she has experienced and like would you like if someone constantly brought the trauma of what happened to you up and into the world Leave Britney alone. Yeah. So you remember back in the day, there was like that guy on YouTube who like was like, leave Britney alone, right? Yeah, he was crying. He's a girl now. He also does porn. No way. Like Mm -hmm. beforehand or like now? No, like in the last few years. Like if you, (laughs) I saw this on Reddit. And if you go on his Twitter, he does have an OnlyFans and he does post pretty provocative content onto his Twitter. Oh, go her. Twitter. Yes. But I mean, at the time, I think he was, she was still male. Ah. I, I don't know how to, I'm sorry. I don't know she's, how to refer to this. She's capitalizing for both um, porn <laughs> industries. <laughs> yeah. 
but it was so funny because like it was brought up when the Britney thing was brought up and they were like wow this person was right all along and then the first link was like yeah this person does porn now (laughs) (laughs) wow their business is popping yeah it's kind of funny wow where do they end up where are they now yeah i love it (laughs) okay um this was something that maggie actually sent me last night it was in a tiktok i also saw it this morning on snapchat news because i'm one of those few people including maggie that reads snapchat news but it was um there was this whole thing that happened with david dobrik where he took like a three-month hiatus um his friend dom uh, was being charged for, I guess, unpaid wages and uh, sexual assault, maybe rape um, of this girl who has come forward. And Natalie, who is David's childhood friend and first personal assistant, because he now has three, at least, um, has is essentially kind of fake. And the texts that have come out that she supposedly said is victim-blaming um the girl being like oh dom only likes dirty girls you have to be a dirty girl for like to work with him and stuff and it's kind of like you should have known and you should have known better i mean so i think the person who released it was david dobrik's like former publicist um Hmm. yeah so she but i guess like the fact that natalie was talking to her in such like a casual way and the publicist wasn't defending the girls kind of like too but like we're gonna focus on natalie for now natalie i don't know how to pronounce her last name but she seemed like like an okay like i didn't follow the vlog squad but she seemed like very like down to earth like she was like an easygoing person kind of thing everyone seemed to like her like she seemed like the nice girl and she was saying to the publicist like listen like those girls who are with dom are admittedly whores like he only likes them when they're easy dirty kind of thing like he wouldn't go for us we're nice girls like oh this is some weird pick-me-girl energy going on. Yeah. And I think she is quite literally seen as the girl next door. Because, like, a lot of the vlog squad had crushes on her. Um, I think she became very popular because she is very pretty. And people... She does spread, like, body positivity on her Instagram as well. So, like, people were very supportive of her. But I never trusted her. And that might just be, I don't know, is that jealousy of, like, maybe she's, like, famous and, like, pretty and all that stuff. But there was something about her that was always off. Like, there's always a dead look behind her eyes, and I don't know what it is. I mean, I only, I think I only know, like, a couple people from Vlog Squad. I think I never trusted David Dobrik. Like, I never thought he was funny. And, like, anyone associated with him, I was like, like, Natalie, Mm, I had no opinion. I just, I just didn't like what they were doing. I just thought it was, like, silly. Yeah. Also, probably more to come, I guess. Like, this seems like as soon as, as soon as one thing kind of, like, gets out, like, there's usually, like, a skew of things that are going to get out again. And I wonder if David Dobrik is going to take another hiatus. (laughs) I can't believe he's back to posting stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, for, like, okay, like, to draw an example, Jenna Marbles, uh, her old videos, again, the whole, like, uh, being a minority and having your old stuff, like, thrown in your face, even though she has, like, changed so much since she posts, like, her original videos on YouTube and everything, she basically was like, I'm leaving YouTube, and she has not come back. I think it's been, like, a year or two at this point. And we don't know if she's going to come back, but apparently she's doing well, according to her fiancé slash boyfriend slash husband. I'm not sure what they are. They're fiancé now. I'm so happy for them. Yeah, Julian's still pretty active, I think. Um, It's just Jenna who took a step back. Um, But good for her, though. I think, like, she needed, like, that kind of space. I think it's, like, not a good space right now to be an influencer. I'll Mm -hmm. be honest. Like, it's just, like, so many people. I was watching this, like, game theory uh episode with like matt pat and he like explained it really well where he was like this past like he calls it like season five or series like fifth edition of youtube or whatever it's all about like accountability and like people like influencers are now looked at under a microscope so even if it's something that they did like years and years ago they're still being like it's being brought up it's being scrutinized and it's happening to like a lot of people um for like especially like uh beauty influencers for example oh my god there's so many apology videos when will it end 
oh my god 2020 was a year of like apology videos <laughs> or like 2019 do we need one too oh it was 2020 was also like the year of twitch streamers like making those so like twitter it like you can only tweet like 288 characters but there's this thing called twit bio and all the twitch twitch streamers were putting like their side of the story on twit bio and like they tweeted out and they're like this is my side of the story this is my apology like that kind of thing like the whole thing with pokimane and fed or whatever yeah that's a lot yeah it's so strange though but it sucks because like david dobrik the white man um took a much shorter hiatus and he seems mostly forgiven of uh his association with dom and he did release an apology video a few months ago and now he's back to posting although it seems like he hasn't had as many sponsorships as he like once had in his prime like right before the dom um allegations and i guess lawsuit court case came out but he's definitely not suffering as he's just moved into like a 12 million dollar home oh my god yeah, it's really nice, too. Yeah, the fact that he needs three assistants, like, how busy is your life? Because it was such a good segue um, into the other thing. The Life of Mr. Beast um, recently has come out on YouTube. I personally have not watched it, but a lot of people seem to be talking about it. A lot of streamers, a lot of, like, YouTubers and stuff. Where Mr. Beast fully has, like, min-maxed his life, where he will not, like, basically everything he does it like is reinvested back into his videos like because he gives away so much money right so everything all his channels go towards that all of his life is like he has like i don't know like two personal assistants a bunch of people that he can just call and it will like instantly be like okay and he's like the type of person that like he doesn't know what he wants from taco bell so he'll get someone to buy like everything on the menu and then like choose what he wants to eat damn but, like, his life is, like, focused on making these YouTube videos. And that's, like, that's his whole thing. Good for him, I guess. Like, I think all of it came out with, like, good intent. But I'm still a little bit suspicious. Of? Of Mr. Beast. In what way? I don't know. Something about him. I'm just, like, suspicious. I'm just suspicious of all big YouTubers. Like, everything yeah. he does, like, seems to have, like, good intent behind it like he's giving money away he wants to help people and he seems like kind of the first person to be carrying through with all this i don't know if i'm wrong about that but carrying through like giving people money yeah because a lot of people like they just say all this for clout and then don't, they don't actually like end up giving money away mm -hmm. but it seems like he actually like does give the money away and he does do like this extreme stuff to raise awareness too um mm -hmm. but yeah no i'm just suspicious of him i don't know why like, I guess until I get my money, then I will not be suspicious. <laughs> hey, pay her off, and then she'll yeah. stop saying that she's suspicious of you. Then I will endorse you, Mr. Beast. Also, yeah. I thought Mr. Beast was, like, hella old. He's actually younger than us. Yeah, he's, like, what, 23? Yeah, that's insane. I don't know who anyone is anymore. I don't know how old people are. Yeah, he does. he does look like he's quite old, though. Like, he does look like he's in his 30s, which... I think I it's the mustache and the fact that he wants people to call him Mr. Does he actually? <laughs> no. <laughs> but his name is Mr. Beast. Like, yeah, why doesn't like... he just go by Beast? Or like, please, Mr. Beast is my father. Call me Beast. Yeah, but uh, we don't expect people to call us apologetically me. We have other names. What if someone called you Ms. Wanda? Well, I mean, doctor. <laughs> Not yet, but soon. <laughs> okay, but still, what if someone came up and called you that? I mean, people call me ma'am all the time. Is that different? What if you insisted that people call you ma'am? That's terrible. I'm not that old. But I, like, I don't think he does that. I don't think he insists people to call him Mr. Beast. What is Mr. I... Beast's real name? Is this, a, is this a hidden thing? Mr. Beast. I think his name is like Alex. What if you want to guess it is? It's Jimmy! Oh yeah, I knew that. I knew it was I Jimmy. think I knew that too. I just forgot. Yeah. He looks like a Jimmy though. I'm going to look this up to see if anyone else doesn't like him. Mr. Beast, don't trust him. Why does it say? Why wow. do some people dislike Mr. Beast? It's a Quora thing. Okay. This core thing. How can someone dislike Mr. Beast? We're talking about the guy who helped save the planet by planting 20 million trees. Okay, I forgot about that one. 
he gives people random cars for free, but does he pay the tax or something on them? Does um, he fuck them over when they have to pay the tax? Yeah, I don't know about that because, like, but in the U.S., like, gift tax is like quite a lot, quite a lot. Like, yeah. it's it's a some people. I think I was watching something where it's like, oh, I wanted to give one of my like employees a car because um, his car broke down or something, but then all of the like he was like hey i can't i can't accept this car the taxes on this car are going to break me and i don't have the money to pay for this yeah i remember um i think back when like oprah's show was a thing she would like give presents like you got a car you got a everyone gets a car and people had to like decline the gift because like no i cannot pay the tax on this yeah i just came here for a free show which sucks and okay so i was looking at mr beast and then it was like corpse is trending um and this is the last thing we're just gonna scrap everything else like I, <laughs> that i was planning to talk about because this i think is very interesting and it's currently trending on google but basically corpse husband which is the guy who he's a twitch streamer he got famous on among us and everything he has a very like nice voice um, people imagine him to be very attractive, but I think he just did a face reveal on Twitter, and he is not as attractive as everyone thought he was. Wait. And... What? He did a face reveal? Yeah, and it says, people are literally tweeting, you're fucking ugly, bro. <gasps> Help. No, Corpse is ugly as fuck. I'd stay inside TikTok if I look like that. Corpse's husband is ugly. Day ruined. I expected Corpse to be somewhat ugly, but not that ugly. Oh, that's so mean. This is why he hid his face for so long. Yeah. Wait, okay, we're gonna get my live reaction. I don't think that's actually him, is it? I mean, even if it is, like, that person isn't ugly. Do you see it? I have not. I've oh, seen wait. what I... Yeah. It's... Wait, let me show you. He looks young. Yeah, he looks, like, super young. Yeah. And he looks like what I would imagine, like, a Twitch streamer to would look, look like. like. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, poor guy. He has, like, so many issues, and people are gonna call him ugly. Yeah. But basically, this article is talking about, like, the double standard, I guess, where it's, like, um... This alleged corpse husband's face reveal just showed how fucked up our world is. You guys think corpse is this mega hot guy. Then you'll start bullying him when he didn't meet your standards. What the fuck are these tweets? No wonder he's so scared to show his face. Um, y'all being so mean about the face leak. He literally sings about how self-conscious he is about his appearance. And you guys are out here bashing him because he doesn't live up to your fantasies. Disgusting. Absolutely pathetic. Um, wait, but like, how do we know that's actually his face? Because this has no. happened, yeah, it's happened before, I think, when I was really into Corpse Husband. And um, someone, like, allegedly said, like, this is Corpse Husband. They kept calling him ugly and stuff, and Corpse was like, that person was not me. Like, this person was not ugly at all. This is what terrifies me about ever doing a face reveal, because, like, people are just gonna, like, judge me so long. And I feel like I've missed my opportunity that, like, I've, I've gone so long, like, I've made it more, like, suspenseful, and now people want to see my face. And I don't know if I'm ever going to do a face review. And I don't and I think it's him at all. Yeah, like, and I think it's hard, too, because it's, like, even if you're the most attractive guy in the world, someone's going to be, like, oh, like, he's not what I had imagined, and therefore he is ugly. Aw. Poor guy. Yeah. He does have a very attractive um, voice. I was very in love with him when I heard his voice. But then at the same time, like, is that really even his voice? Like, maybe he just has, like, a voice modulator. Right. And, like... He maybe doesn't even sound like that at all. And realistically, we kind of know nothing. This this goes back to the whole like Gabby Petito thing, where it's yeah. like you don't really know anything about this mm -hmm. person realistically. Like what they portray on social media could be completely different than who they are yeah. actually. Are we even real right now? Is our name Maggie and Wanda? Are we just using fake names? That'd be kind of smart, actually. Why <laughs> didn't we do that? So originally what we had planned was questions from reddit uh r slash relationship advice stuff and also we wanted to talk about some unpopular opinions that i think were kind of relevant to what we talked about in today's episode but uh we'll save those i guess for maybe next week and how did you guys like this style of episode like should we continue doing something 
similar, doing like trending topics, picking stuff that were popular on Reddit and giving our take, our wonderful commentary on it. Um, because this is actually somewhat easier for us because we don't have to think about topics ahead of time. And me scrolling Reddit on the toilet is actually being productive. And that's something I would like going nice. forward. <laughs> I would also like this. Tell us how you liked this episode. Should we continue doing something similar to this? Did you like what we used to do? If you like what, you, what we used to do, please give us some more ideas on how and what topics to focus on because we feel like we've covered everything maybe we talk too much it's like that meme that maggie always references or that tweet it's like i want to be mysterious but i can't shut the fuck up we're literally a podcast we have to talk <laughs> <laughs> anyways thanks for tuning in this week uh to another episode listen to us wherever you get your podcasts and on youtube Go follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Maggie has been posting some banger shorts and reels, whatever they're called. Short, I don't know, TikTok, I don't know. I don't know what they're called. They're called something different on every single platform. But tune in again next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye. Bye.